Welcome back to the Sports and Entertainment Express podcast. It's episode 10, a lot to cover in sports and entertainment. As I'm your host, Ryan Persaud, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, or other platforms as well. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. You can follow the Facebook page of the Sports and Entertainment Express and the Twitter page at express underscore pod underscore let's get right into it player signings and trades not a whole lot in the trades but a lot of signings have happened in the cfl and the nfl as in the Canadian football league the saskatchewan rough riders signed nfl veteran defensive linesman anthony laner the second he spent his last five seasons with the washington football team the la chargers kansas city chiefs and the new orleans saints hamilton tiger cats Signed five American players, running back Wes Hills, wide receivers Tim White and Jonathan Dunhart, offensive linesman Scotty Dell, and defensive end Nate Harvey. In the NFL, Cam Newton re-signs with the New England Patriots for one year. As a lot of people, when the news came out, a lot of people didn't like it, and they all thought that he would not re-sign with the Patriots. But for Tom Brady, he signs a one-year contract extension with the Buccaneers. And, I mean, he wants to play until he is 45. So, uh, you know, who knows? He might. San Francisco 49ers re-signed Emmanuel Mosley for two years and Daniel Brunskill for one year. Now, in the NBA, it's been, you know, back and forth with the players, Players Association and, and, uh, you know, with the chairman, it looks like the NBA is now being flexible about two-way contracts. I talked about this, you know, in, uh, I believe it was episode two. So, uh, you know, they're finally getting something done here. But uh, as the Board of Governors is expected to approve the rules this week, uh, there has been some lengthy discussions about both proposals with teams and the uni- and the union to have an agreement on the changes. Remember, the NBPA were against increasing two-way game a game limit, not wanting NBA teams to use them as substitutions for signing players to roster spots and to give players currently on two-way contracts leverage to convert to NBA standard contracts. Let's get into some CFL now. The CFL has been, well, hit hard, but with some help. A lot of mixed reactions about the CFL and the XFL coming as one since the CFL to explore the alignment with the XFL. Now, Dwayne Johnson expressed the news in an Instagram post this past Wednesday as how the CFL changed his life and how funny life comes full circle. But these conversations were happening way back when the XFL came back in the early 2000s when Vince McMahon made that business happen. It brought the XFL in. Uh, The format of both leagues is a problem and we'll have to find a solution if they want to combine the two leagues as one. Some WHL news is it is nice to see that the WHL is back, the Western Hockey League, and they have entered their fifth week of the season and have no positive test results for COVID-19, which is amazing. The Central and the East Division has, has started up, and uh, 
and you know it looks amazing amazing as of right now but the bc and the u.s division have not started yet we're going to give you a bit of a lowdown of how the standings look in the central so right now the empton old kings are first then goes medicine hat calgary hitman third Red Deer Rebels, fourth, and then the Leftbridge Hurricanes, who are last, being fifth. In the east, you got the Moose Jaw Warriors, first, the Prince Albert Raiders, second, Saskatoon Blades, third, Brandon Wheat Kings, fourth, Winnipeg Ice, fifth, the Regina Pats are sixth, and the Swift Current Broncos are seventh. In you know what? It's very interesting to have a a twenty game a twenty three game schedule for the league. I mean, at least it was approved, and these you know young guys are, are gonna you know have a have a chance to play. Let's get into some entertainment now. My oh my, there's some big things I do want to talk about. Movie theaters have started to open up once again in some states in the U.S. and provinces in Canada. Now, in Canada, Cineplex reopens some locations in Ontario like London, Ottawa, Cornwall, and St. Thomas. Quebec has opened their theaters in some cities, but they are not selling concession items. The government is going to compensate to movie theater owners' loss in concession revenue. Now, Manitoba have their movie theaters remained closed. And then in the States, San Francisco and New York have opened some theaters in their city. Now that's, you know, it's quite interesting to to look at this. and But like the, the whole revenue part of, of this is, you know, quite interesting because of, especially Quebec, when I, I, I read about this, it was, Really, Quebec trying to you know, open their want to open up, but they, they the government didn't want them to open. It's not to sell to to sell concession items, which is you know fine and all, but like it looks like they had to fight for uh, this to get compensated. These movie theater owners had to work, have them you know uh, compensated for this because I mean, without these sales for a concession, and you're just getting people into their movie from you know the box office it's really nothing in their pocket i mean concession is where they make the most money the box office comes second so you know movie theaters are just uh just uh, another way to uh, escape everyone likes to criticize celebrities all the time doesn't matter if it's online doesn't matter if it's their appearance in public or their music they released and and have trouble with the negativity and music is a great way to show or listen to the artist's emotions, especially when it comes to the lyrics of a song. And they work so hard for it. They earn so much money. They promote it lots, quite a bit. Producers get paid. The singer gets paid. Everyone gets paid at the end of the day. Now, Selena Gomez, which was, this was... It was crazy when I when I heard about this. It was Selena Gomez is thinking of retiring from music completely, and one and she wants to focus on being a producer and behind the scenes, but to focus on acting too. Now she was on the on the cover of Vogue twenty twenty one, 
of uh, April's edition, and she spoke out about how hard she works on her music, and no one appreciates it in the industry. Now, Lose to Love Me was probably one of her best songs, I would say. And when she released it, people thought it wasn't good enough. Now, since she's been... She she was working she's been working uh, for Disney for Disney Channel at a young age and wants to to leave in the back seat but she can't because she is still she is still looked like this young child star and I think people forget like I, I, I find now there are more celebrities who are either working who have worked with Disney Channel or with Nickelodeon one of the biggest two kids TV show companies in Hollywood are speaking out of what actually happened, and of how they felt. And, you know, going back to Selena Gomez, she was told that, oh, yeah, you are a role model to everybody. Kids are going to look up to you. But when it came to the movie Spring Breakers, that movie wasn't really, you know, for for young kids to watch. And, um, you know, I think she still had that. Still kind of locked in in her head probably when she was doing it. But, I mean, she's done, you know, fantastic from her days from Disney, from now. And when everyone heard about this, especially Cardi B, Cardi B defended her, saying, well, maybe she can just put it on the side. And we have seen that. You have probably seen that. You have probably heard it, Right? There are many bands out there, many single or solo artists that have done it, and they have what they do is they'll put down the back burner, put their singing, you know, on the side, and they won't touch it for a couple of years until down the road. Now they get back to it, and they they do very well. Now it's you know crazy to think of what these celebrities go through can hurt you in the end it still can no matter what it just depends how you deal with it now my my oh my everybody was watching it everybody knew about it so they had their butts glued to their couches to watch the Meghan markle and prince harry interview with oprah with the big o she didn't sell cars. No, she didn't give a she didn't give a car to to Harry or to or to Megan. No, she she like lives pretty close to them, and it was you know it, it it's quite crazy what was revealed in this interview. Now there's a couple of things I want to touch up on in this interview that happened when Megan was pregnant with Archie at the time. The Queen and the and Prince Charles, they were saying they didn't want to title Archie as a prince or a princess. Because at that time, when she was pregnant, they didn't know what the gender was. And that would have allowed them to go into a different direction from the protocol. And then there was an, another topic, which really struck Oprah. And it kind of struck, probably struck a lot of people, was... Someone in the family was concerned about the skin tone before the birth of Archie. Now they were saying, now Megan was like, she 
there are there are these discussions going on of how dark the baby would be. Like it gets crazy to think and they didn't want to say who it was, but to have that have that being said to it got have been quite hurtful. You know, and and Meghan Markle she also expressed you know how how she felt like she felt trapped and and you know she had these suicidal thoughts thinking you know this you know going being in getting married into the royal family would be a fairy tale ending but but it wasn't and you know prince harry and, and meghan felt that they need to get away after being told they weren't going to get security back in England. The thing is, in England, so they moved to Canada, and then they go back, uh, now they're living in Los Angeles, and they feel a bit safe. And even Prince Harry, he even said that in the interview, I want to go back to England, go back there. Now, when Prince Harry opened, opened up to Oprah about feeling trapped, but also reveals... His dad, Prince Charles, felt the same about this. You know, being being in the family and getting to know how it was going to be. What it was going to be like for this family. Got some fun facts for you here just to end the podcast. So Kobe Bryant rookie card was sold for $1.795 million on March 6th on Golden Auctions, an online auction house and repository for sports mobilia, which makes it the most expensive basketball cards ever sold. I've always been curious about this and of how the Briar, the Tim Horns Briar, got its name for men's curling. Well, it started from a tobacco company called McDonald Tobacco in the early 20s in Canada to say thanks to the public to use the product, which then was bought by an American company named R.J. Reynolds in 1974, but was facing pressure from the government and hands over those sponsorships to Labatt after the 1979 tournament. The briar, the name of the briar is a name a pipe tobacco. This was kind of interesting, which I didn't know. I started listening to this podcast called About Curling, um, Inside Curling, to see where curling will go and how they're getting their sponsorships and everything like that, advertisements. I did not know this. In 1996, West Edmonton Mall held a curling event, West Edmonton Mall Curling Classic. On the Ice Palace. That's all I got for you here on the podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you listen on. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast and follow the Sports and Entertainment Express on Facebook and the Twitter page at Express underscore pod underscore.